Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see, I will empty In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach, until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. All right, I want to stop there, Andrew, because I want to talk about the fact that it's the first book. or that Actually, this is the second book. There was a first book. What was the first book? Right, so mine talks about the former account, and so this asks us to think about who wrote this book, uh, which... I believe is Luke, and so the first account would be the Gospel of Luke. Okay, yours says the first account, which which I'm reading from the ESV. What are you reading from? Yeah, I've got the New King James version over here. Okay, very cool. So there's a sequel. I think that's the interesting thing here. So what we had was a new hope, and now we've got the kingdom strikes back. This is the sequel. This is the <laughs> <Okay>. sequel. But <laughs> put putting the joking aside here, I always pick up on this, and this is what it always kicks off in my head. In the first book, he says to Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach. So when I hear that that first book, which was, and I agree with you, it's the Gospel of Luke, when I hear that first book was what Jesus began to do and teach, that means that this book is what Jesus is continuing to do and teach. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's absolutely right. And, you know, it's interesting we talked about, well, I was reading out of this translation versus that translation. Um, with the wording of an account, I think it drives home the idea that what we are finding in this book, just as we did with Luke, is that these are real people, real places, real events. These things happened, and and this is a record of that. This is history that we're reading here, and this is the next chapter, the next episode in this incredible history of the deeds of Jesus Christ. You know, in some ways, it might even be. Um, I'm not going to say more exciting, but it is incredibly exciting uh, because Luke, this first book, ends this incredible miracle of a resurrection. Jesus died and he rose again. And if you had not, if we did not have an Acts of the Apostles, we'd be scratching our heads. Well, what happened next? It really ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking it up. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returning to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God. Luke ends. Yeah, which, you know, and I get that. They're praising God. This is incredible. There can be no doubt Jesus Christ is God and he's the son of God and he's conquered death. And we're going to worship him and praise him and laud him. But what's next? What's what's God's plan next? And so here we find Acts, sequel. Here's what Jesus began to do and teach, which means Acts is what he's continuing to do and teach. But the very first thing he continues to do and teach is leave. So how is it? Are you with me on the idea that Acts must be what Jesus is continuing to do and teach, just the way from how that it, it describes that? it is that? still Jesus working? yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, because yeah. and and that's what's really cool to me about that is the very first thing that Jesus does next is he he leaves, he goes to heaven. But the book of Acts is still about what Jesus is continuing to do and teach. Yet we don't actually see him physically, and that gives me 
you were saying exciting. That, that's what makes it exciting for me because what it says is is that when the apostles were acting, when the church was acting, that's actually Jesus. This is what Jesus is continuing to do and to teach. Even though it's not Jesus in the flesh on the earth doing that, these are the, this is the continuing saga of Jesus and his story, which is continued through his people, which doesn't just include Peter, Andrew, James, and John, and then Paul. It actually includes you and me. And so even though we're not in this book, these, this continuing work of Jesus is even continuing today, and it's about you and me. We're, we're a part of this story. I think that's cool. Well, right, and it does. I think it's also showing us at the beginning that he's going to be working through these apostles. Um, you know, at the heading of, of my uh, page here, it says the Acts of the Apostles. I've heard people call it the Acts of the Holy Spirit. I think you do well to point out it's the Acts of Jesus. You know, it's it's volume two of this gospel message that Luke began. Um, but... Um, but yes, I mean, the, the end of their ministry is, okay, what is the Lord moving and using the Holy Spirit to move these apostles to do? Um, you know, as, as you read all of that, I see as well that uh, he begins, we pick up then this work of the kingdom of God. And um, that it's about, now we know who the king is, indisputable, it's Jesus Christ. Um, that message of the kingdom of God that he was preaching, again, that first book, Luke, uh, it, it's, it's a kingdom on the march. It's a kingdom on the move in Acts. And, and we are part of that kingdom today, right now. Yes, I, I'm a absolutely. Ci- I'm a cit- and so today, what I'm supposed to do is live like a citizen of not America, mm-hmm. of Christ's kingdom. I mean, I'm a citizen of America. I'm supposed to live... Well, because you're a citizen of America, but that's right. Here's a kingdom. Here's a kingdom that consumes everyone, people from every nation and tribe and tongue and all that invited to be a part of it. And so you can be in his kingdom, even in a nation that does not have democracy, right? Anywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah, when I say I'm a citizen of the kingdom of Christ today, I'm not saying I'm allowed to go drive 100 miles an hour on Livingston Avenue because, oh, I'm not an American. I'm not a... Lutzian? Is that a thing? Lutzian? I'm not a you know citizen of Lutz. No, I am, and I abide by those rules as well. And I think part of being a citizen of Christ's kingdom is is interacting with the nation I'm in properly, abiding by the laws, unless they're unless they're telling me to go against God. You know, I had a a, a fellow one time. I was um, speaking at an engagement. I was being introduced, and uh, Andrew Roberts is speaking to us, and he is from Lutz, Florida. <laughs> And he just stopped and he looked at the audience and he goes, Lutz, Florida. Well, I've never heard of Lutz, Florida. And I thought, well, that says more about you than it does about me, my friend. <laughs> but but it is Lutz. It is Lutz, Florida, where this wonderful church on Livingston Avenue is. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, whenever I hear anybody pronounce it like that, I, I automatically think, well, y- you're a real klutz. <laughs> you, I just, it Lutz. you haven't been around Tampa. you you got to come see it. Yeah. But I, I'm a... I am a citizen of this community. I live by these this community's laws, but surpassing that, I'm a, I'm a loyal subject of Jesus. I don't always think about that. Mm. I don't always think of myself as being a subject. Um, and there, there's something about being a subject to King Jesus that is more than just being a citizen of the kingdom. We, 
I think as an American, I think of citizenship is is all about my rights. Mm -hmm. It's about the Constitution. It's about the Declaration of Independence. About the Bill of Rights. So when I when I then come into my walk as a Christian, which I don't want to keep separate from my walk as an American, but when I think about my walk as a Christian, I think sometimes I convey that idea of citizenship. But really, when you're a kingdom, you're not just a citizen. I'm a subject. I'm a subject of the king, the one who gets to tell me what to do. So today, I'm, I need to be a subject of King Jesus. Because he did and taught some things, and he's still teaching and doing some things. And I'm supposed to be carrying that on. Yeah, you know, monarchy, that's just a foreign concept to, to my experience. I think to a lot of our experience, it's you know, listening in on the conversation today. But I will say this, that... Jesus is not a despot. He's not a tyrant. Yeah, yeah, no, nope, um, no. Nope. And, you know, while it's fair to draw the distinction between, you know, like constitutional republic or something like that, the wonderful thing about King Jesus is that he discloses his will. He speaks truth. We have his word in the New Testament. Um, and so, you know, we're not subject to arbitrary whims and fancies with our Lord, with our King Jesus. Right. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that. It's, and I think that maybe, is that, is the reason why we feel like we have to say that is because being members of a republic, a representative democracy, we automatically assume that kings are bad guys? Well, there's uh, certainly some strong language in the Declaration of Independence <laughs> and the Constitution. We don't like kings, do we? Well, no. No, not as a people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but a king doesn't necessarily have to be a despot. Well, you know what? I think we're okay with kings as long as they're a king of somebody else. Like, it's okay for Europeans to have their kings, you know. Yeah, but but we don't want them here. That's not the way we do it in the, in the States. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We want a president that we voted for. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so, um, I, yeah, I, that's a good point. And so what are we saying as Christians? Well, we are accepting that there is a king, and I am a subject. I'm a part of his kingdom. And praise God, he's a good king. Yeah. He's a he's a loving king. He, he really is, even though he is the king, he is, by his death, burial, and resurrection, he has served us. Well, you know, and I don't know if it's, I don't even know if it's possible to digress at this point, but... <laughs> But there are some religions, <laughs> there are some religions, you know, where the concept of, of God and the autocracy of a God is that he can be arbitrary and cruel, and that's just accepted because he's God and that's the way it is, you know, in that system. I don't believe that's a, that's a true God. I believe in the one true God revealed in the Bible, but he is a loving God as well as just and holy. And so I, I think it is worth saying and pointing out, he is not a tyrant. He is not a despot. He is a good God. So Machiavelli said, it is, if you're a king, if you're a prince, if I'm trying to remember this, it's been a long time since I've read that book, but if I remember right, his basic argument was, certainly if you're a prince, it's better for your people to love you than to fear you, but considering the fact they're probably not going to love you, it's good for them to fear you. And yet, what we have in our king is this perfect melding of loving and fearing, the recognition that he is king. He is king. He gets to tell me what to do. And I, I have to submit to it whether I like it or not, but the, the loving part gets me to say, 
here's what I can do. I can trust, even in the things that Jesus says, do this or don't do that, that I don't like. I can trust and say that in the end, I know that 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 thing's going to be good for me. That thing is going to be good for me. I may not be able to see why. And, And here's what that does for me. If I'm not careful, my discipleship and Christianity can become very centered on, here's the rule, I follow the rule because it's a rule. And, and I can even preach sermons. Why am I supposed to do this? Because God said it, and that's, that's it. What I have found for me personally, and I think from the folks who have had to listen to those sermons when I've done that, that's not very motivating. Mm. It's not very motivating that, well, you do that because it's the rule. You know, He wrote a document, and the document declared, this is the rule, do this, don't do that. But when I can recognize that God has set before me life and death, I can choose life. Jesus says that uh, his commands are life. Yeah, I do what he says because this is life. Not because, oh, it's the rule, but because it's life. This is where life is. You go all the way back to Genesis. That's where it started. Uh, you, you go all the way back to Genesis and you realize that what God says to Adam and Eve is, here's all these trees, which includes the tree of life. Yeah, He says, eat them and enjoy them. Mm-hmm. In other words, his, his permission is you can have life. But don't eat from that tree over there because that tree is death. Mm-hmm. He's not saying, if you break my rules, I've got a rule, here's this tree, if you eat it, that's a rule and you'll die, I'll kill you. What he's saying is, look at all these blessings I've given you. Just live in my blessings, live within my commands, and you've got life. Stay away from that one over there because that's where death is. So when I'm able to trust Jesus as that kind of king, where his commands are, where his will is, that's where life is. That's what helps me today. It's a helpful thing. And certainly when we read the first uh, couple of verses of Acts here, um, we are reminded that there are many good reasons to trust that he is this king and he does have this authority uh, based upon his resurrection, uh, the proofs and demonstrations to his apostles. And then we begin to read on to see what those apostles began to do and teach. Listen, this, this has been a good conversation. I, I'm about to have to get to, to work here, so I, I want I kind of wrap it up. Give me give me something right here at the end that's going to help me today. Be a citizen of this kingdom of God, in in a in a helpful way. We just, just let, we, let's, we need to wrap up with a prayer here in a second. So give me something like that. Just help me with that. Well, I'm gonna for me, uh, it is the encouragement that our faith is rooted in the facts of the true Jesus of his actions, of his death upon the cross and his resurrection. Um, the kind of facts that are written down into a book, the kind of facts that are an account uh, that we can go back to and have both our faith and our reason renewed as we read his word. And you, you, you bringing that up, that's so helpful to me because what I think about is how many kings through history built their kingdoms on the deaths of their subjects. Mm. What our king did was build his kingdom on his own death, on behalf of us. Yeah, I have to tell you, today I can serve that kind of king. I struggle with kings because I'm an American, but I can serve that kind of king. I, I, can, I can do what he says. God in heaven, thank you very much for the day that we have here to bring glory and honor to your name. And I pray that's what we'll do with this day. Thank you for King Jesus and for the kingdom that we get to be a part of. Thank you for the Bible that we get to read 
that helps us know you and your mind. Thank you for this book of Acts, that we can see what Jesus continued to do and teach through his apostles, through his church, through his kingdom. And I pray that what we do today demonstrates our King Jesus through us as individuals and through the congregation that we're a part of here on Livingston and through your church as a part of that universal body. Thank you very much for letting us be a part of that. We love you, Lord. Thank you for loving us first. We pray this through Jesus, our King. Amen. I'm Edwin. I'd like to invite you to worship with us at the Livingston Avenue Church in Lutes, Florida. You can find everything you need to know about us at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional blog. The link is in the show notes. Our theme song was sung by Michael Eldridge. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. Have a great day. Every tear wiped away.